This is a man that has dedicated his life to service in this city. The fire department dating well before 9-11 to 9-11 to the last many years as the commissioner of the fire department. Today, he is retiring a hero. And it's very, very nice of uh, Daniel. We've become friends recently to uh, hop on on this really important day for a couple of minutes with me. I really appreciate it. So with that said, FDNY Commissioner Daniel Nigro, let me speak on behalf of all of us here in New York and say thank you. Well, thank you, Sid. Thanks for the opportunity to be on with you. And oh. I, uh, good company today. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the <laughs> Russian spy, but uh, that was that was something else. I did. That, that was, was quite interesting. Okay. <laughs> it was amazing. But but you, on a serious note, you've been great to this city for a very, very long time. So for folks that know you're retiring today but don't really know how you got to the upper, 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 to the FDNY commissioner, give us a Monarch Note version of your stay at the fire department to get where you ended up today. A quick synopsis. Uh go back 53 years, 1969, I started as a young probationary firefighter and uh, worked my way up following in my father's footsteps. He was a captain. And lo and behold, on 9-11, I was chief of operations and my dear friend Pete Gancy was killed. Yeah. And I was, uh, uh, I became chief of department and had the honor of leading the men and women of the fire department uh, in that period after 9-11. And was lucky enough to be called back eight years ago by Mayor de Blasio and have enjoyed these uh, past eight years once again leading the brave men and women of the New York City Fire Department. Yeah, we just had a conversation, Daniel, on this show just a couple of weeks ago during that awful Bronx building fire, talking about the uh, the heaters and some of the things that went wrong on that day. We've seen a couple of events the last couple of weeks where there have been some uh, deadly fires here in uh, in our five boroughs. Um, I got to tell you, Daniel, I'm always amazed by the courage of how men and women, you guys run into burning buildings to save lives. I, I don't know how you prepare for something like that, but the courage is just astounding to me. Well, it's a tradition that goes back to 156 years. The fire department was established uh, right after the Civil War in New York. And... Um, Bravery has been at the forefront. That's the the members earned the title, the bravest. Uh, we added uh, 25 years ago our EMS brothers and sisters. They're the best. And between the bravest and the best, we've saved more lives uh, in our city than I can count. You know, over the years, Daniel, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but there seemed to be this sibling rivalry for a long time. You guys even play a really physical football game between the cops and the firemen. And I've been told, at least, that recently, the last couple of years, that's kind of quelled just a bit, that you guys don't like uh, the criticism that cops receive on a daily basis. And some of that Hatfield versus McCoy stuff has actually gone away. What, what is the true relationship as you get ready to leave today between the FDNY and the NYPD? I think other than uh, on the football field or <laughs> on the ice at our annual <laughs> hockey game, right. um, we realize that we're brothers and sisters here in the city, and we the mission of the fire department and the police department is to, to serve the, the people of our city and to save lives, and that's what we do. So um, there's none of that. When it comes to work, the only competition between us is uh, at sports. That's it. That's those are great games, too. Both of those games, the hockey game and a Boomer Esiason 
is uh, one of the guys involved in that and the football game. I'll ask you this. It's a 50-plus year career, Daniel, which, again, uh, 9-11, you had to step in when Gancy, God rest his soul, died. You're the commissioner now for the last six or seven years. So it's a long career. Do you remember the very first time, Daniel, where you were, what borough, what place, the first time you went into a burning building? Well, luckily, I, I got that under my belt early. The first night I worked in Midtown Manhattan, I was assigned to Engine 21 on East 40th Street. We had a tenement fire around the corner, and uh, I was part of a team that uh, put that fire out. Wow. And uh, some people wait for their first fire, and I, I got it right away. And um, it's it's a great job. Our members enjoy it. They call it the greatest job on earth, and I can't disagree. You know, it's funny you say my first fire. Like, you listen to these kids, for example, Daniel, who sign up for the service, right? And all they want to do is go fight. You know, the other stuff they don't care about. They just want to go fight. Are you guys the same way? Like, all you want to do is, is, is be in a fire? Well, what other people call a bad fire, our members call a good fire. So, um, you know, wow. we certainly care about the folks that that are put out of, of their homes and, and no one wants to see a fire, but our members join, join the fire department to help others to uh, whether it's medical calls or fires, they want to be active is what they want to do. Um, it's not, it's, it's not a career for someone that wants to just, just sit around and uh, wait for nothing to happen. We want to be active all the time, and the more active they are, the happier they are. Wow. Bodito sends his best to FDNY Commissioner Daniel Nigro. Two quick ones to let you run. First of all, are you involved in the process of bringing in the man or woman to replace you? I am not. You know, the um, my first deputy, Laura Cavanaugh, will step in tomorrow as commissioner, and she's uh, uh, very talented. She's been with us for the past eight years. She loves the department, and she'll do a good job. And we'll see who Mayor Adams picks as a permanent fire commissioner. All the men that are in their car right now, and they, a lot listen to me. I'll never forget that Jim Basso golf tournament this summer, Daniel, where you guys showed up big for that 9-11 event. And all of your men came up to me and said, we listen every day in Rodriguez and Nigro. Uh, for all the men in their cars listening right now, what is your message to them as you're set to retire today? Well, I've been I've been proud to be the leader of this department, uh, both after 9-11 and especially these past two years through the pandemic. And I, I wish them the best health, happiness. Uh, I'll miss every single day of my career in the fire department, but I have many great memories. Thank you all for what you do. Wow. You are such a great guy. I tell you, uh, courage, uh, brave, uh, dedicated your life to this city for the better part of five decades. And having the opportunity now to meet you and come on my show quite a bit lately. I love you. So uh, I, me and Bernie, we both want to thank you. Both of us. He's not here today. We both want to thank you for your uh, for your civic duty and for being the man that you are. Now, go enjoy your life and uh, and have some fun. OK, Daniel? Likewise, Sid. You guys are great. And please, regards to Bernie, I wish him well. We think about him, and uh, members of the department are praying for him. I will tell him that, and I have to tell you, that's going to mean a lot to him today, especially with you set to retire. So I'll pass that along, and God bless you, pal. We love you. Thank you. Thanks, Sid. Bye-bye. Take care. Daniel Nigro, last day on the job, FDNY commissioner, now looking at uh, over 50 years, and uh, for the last seven or eight years, as the commissioner of the FDNY. And what a cool thing that he actually hopped on with us today on his last day. Thank you, Daniel Nigro.